Hello and welcome to Amanda's Wellbeing Podcast, a podcast where we discuss all things relating to your well-being, including interviews with experts in the fields of nutrition, physical and mental health, and my five-minute food fact series. Today is the final episode for this year, and I would like to thank all of you who have taken the time to listen to my podcast. This is a brief wrap-up of 2020, including some of the interesting things I've learned through interviewing some wonderful guests and a sneak preview of what's in store for 2021. 2020 has been such a difficult year for so many of us, with COVID-19 having unforeseen impacts on employment, finances and our mental health, just to mention a few. For those of us in Australia, I think we've been relatively lucky over here, thanks to good management and a very supportive community willing to make sacrifices and follow restrictions for the greater good. In relation to my Eat Well theme podcast, one of my aims is to seek out and talk to experts about nutrition and diet. Despite what many diet books want to persuade you to believe, there are no miracle diets, nor is there one categorically right diet. We're all different with different metabolisms, But there are some things we do know that are beneficial to nearly everyone, like eating a whole food diet with abundant fruits and vegetables. In my chat with Dr. Tim Crow, he helped to clarify what are trustworthy sources of information about nutrition and how to differentiate reliable dietary advice from fad. More and more research into the significant role the microbiome plays in our health in general and particularly in relation to our immunity and mental health, is being published. I was lucky enough to speak with molecular nutritionist Dr Emma Beckett, who specialises in studying the microbiome. A few take-home messages stood out for me from this episode. One, it's important to feed our microbiome, and the best way to do this is with dietary fibre. And two, fermented foods like yoghurt are good for our gut, as many of us already know. But most companies have a proprietary strain of probiotics, so it's a good idea to swap brands of yogurt to get different strains and a greater diversity. And that's something I've taken on board since speaking with Emma. Diets high in dietary fibre are beneficial for our health in so many ways. As I mentioned, they feed the microbes in our gut. Plus, as Olivia Swan explained, dietary fibre is associated with lower depressive symptoms in adolescents. On the theme of eating plants, I had an entertaining chat with my old school friend, Anna Howard, who has built a really beautiful business around healthy plant-based foods. It's called Plant Made WA, so check it out. She started by selling her homemade granola. I loved hearing about her work prior to founding Plant Made WA, which took her all over the world, including living in mud huts in West Africa. Apart from what we choose to eat, How we eat and the culture around food is another topic that fascinates me. On this, I interviewed Japanese wellness blogger Kaki Okamura, where she shared some of the ways culture influences how the Japanese approach food, including how it is prepared and presented, how they respect traditions around food, and how these things make the Japanese more present with their meals. Ultimately, This respect translates to eating more mindfully and most likely, I think, eating less. I also spoke with Lyndall Vandenberg of Oz Harvest about food waste. 
The figures around how much food is wasted each year are staggering and depressing. One third of all the food produced in the world is lost or wasted. This is particularly sad when 11% of the world's population do not have enough to eat. However, as awareness grows, organisations like OzHarvest are taking tangible steps to reduce food waste and deliver perfectly good food that would otherwise be thrown away and end up in landfill to those in need. In relation to my Move Well-themed podcast, I have spoken with some amazing talented athletes, including three Olympians, Jess Trengove, Amber Halliday and Hamy Fernandez. The common threads in all their stories are persistence, passion and having support behind them. For me, this was especially true of Amber, who suffered a debilitating cycling accident with major head trauma. Amber worked really hard at her recovery, which included learning to walk again. She went on to gain her PhD in positive psychology and this year founded a coaching business called She Thrives in Sport, where she assists female athletes to build resilience, performance and well-being in their sport. This dedication to recovery makes me think of my interviews with Sarah Lee and Mel Stefano, two inspiring women who have both lived with breast cancer and come through treatment strong and focused. Sarah embraced running throughout her treatment and has now completed several marathons, something she had not even contemplated before cancer. Mel is the dynamo behind Cancer Confidence, a social movement she created to help people manage their cancer experience with more confidence. Speaking of people who never give up, I spoke with Tony Carusis, a real live ninja warrior. His story is one of persistence, setbacks and getting back up again. And Beck Butler shared some incredible stories of her running adventures through the Sahara Desert at the Marathon de Sable and how you actually achieve something as epic as that. Speaking of epic, I interviewed the indomitable Katie Sarah, the first woman in the world to have completed the 7-7, and that is summiting the highest mountain peaks in each of the seven continents, including the mother of them all, Mount Everest. Katie's achievements are outstanding, obviously, but it is her mental strength that fascinated me the most, plus the fact that she does not seem to think she's extraordinary in any way. To keep us moving, I've spoken to Brad Beer about bone health and bone stress injuries, what to look out for and prevention strategies. I also would like to give his amazing podcast a plug. It's called The Physical Performance Show. If you're an athlete, this is hands down one of the best sports-focused podcasts I've listened to. For endurance athletes, Steph Gaskell discussed fueling for endurance events and Alan McCubbin unraveled the complex science around sweating, hydrating and sodium status. If you're crazy enough to be a triathlete, my chat with Nick Muxlow, coach and author of Journey to Kona, How to Finish Your Best Ironman Triathlon, Qualify for Hawaii and Have Fun Doing It is like a masterclass in triathlon training, so don't miss it. In relation to my Think Well podcast, I have two subcategories here. One is caring for ourselves and our mind, and the other is caring for others. So in relation to caring for ourselves, this year I've learnt a lot about the importance of breathing. For many of us, including myself, apart from when I might be in a yoga class or puffing when exercising, 
I pay little attention to my breath on a day-to-day basis. With Kim Burles, a certified Wim Hof Method instructor, I learned about the connection between breath and our nervous system and the benefits of nose breathing. So these days I do try and do some of my training just breathing in and out of my nose. With John Stamoulos, I learned about breath work, a breathing technique known as conscious connected breathing, which has numerous applications, including stress reduction. There was also Farah Furtado and Pamela Cimenti. I love talking to these two women, one in Portugal and the other in Canada, about yoga, self-care and mindfulness. It made me think of how women all over the world carry such a heavy mental load and how important it is to make time to care for our minds, our bodies and to practice self-compassion. Another fabulous woman I spoke with was Anne Weiberg, who shared with us the importance of music and the links between music and well-being. When it comes to caring for others, I spoke with my beautiful friend Meg Paik, who with her sister set up Yellow Door, a company that provides in-home care with dignity and compassion. Many of their clients are elderly, so we talked about how humbling and important it is to listen to and care for our elderly population. I spoke with Dr. Carolyn Berryman about living in chronic pain, what it is like, some strategies to help, and how pain and mental health are connected. We discuss fibromyalgia, but much of our conversation could be applied to anyone living with a chronic disease. One of the most fascinating episodes, in my opinion, was that with Dr. Brenton Hordaker, who explained neuroplasticity, that is the ability of the brain to adapt and rewire post-stroke. On the topic of caring for our pets and how pets can enhance our lives, I chatted with vet Dr. Chris McComiskey, and I learned that it is in fact possible to be a dog person and a cat person all at once. Recently, Dr. Zali Yeager and I discussed body image in adolescence and her work in promoting positive body image. This was a really informative episode for all parents. It's not just our girls under pressure, our boys can suffer too. So to wrap up, overall, whatever the podcast topic of conversation is, what I really enjoy is hearing people's stories. Everyone has a story. For many of my guests, the circumstances of their lives had drawn them towards a path, like, for example, Emma Beckett, the identical twin, who was drawn towards understanding genes and genetics, Amber Halliday, who wants to help girls in elite sport by imparting knowledge she wished she had known during her sporting journey, and Brad Beer, the triathlete and runner who became a sports physio to better understand his own injuries and now helps countless others. I am overwhelmingly grateful to all my wonderful podcast guests who have not only shared their stories and expertise, but have trusted me to publish them. So let's all hope that 2021 is a better year. At the very least, we are going in with our eyes open and and there seems to be a COVID-19 vaccine on the horizon. I've got lots of things to look forward to in 2021, including a new name and logo for my podcast. I want to give it a bit of an update and refresh. So I'll be launching Vibrant Lives podcast next year. With some of my upcoming guests, I'll be discussing caring for our feet 
and how our feet inform our biomechanics, dealing with the death of a loved pet and the grieving process, how to build confidence and be comfortable in your own skin, and the link between diet and cognitive health. I wish you all a happy, safe Christmas or holiday period full of love. Take some time to look after yourself and think about the things you'd like to manifest in 2021. Thank you very much for listening today. If you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that on all good podcast providers like Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast and Google Podcasts. You can also subscribe on YouTube. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Amanda's Wellbeing Podcast. And another way you can support my podcast is by purchasing a book from the book reviews page on my website. If you click the Amazon link there, at no extra cost to you, I will receive a small commission when you buy a book. Thank you very much for tuning in. Eat well, move well, think well.